guys. Good morning. <laughs> um, I am super, super excited and feeling super blessed that I even have the opportunity to um, just stand in front of you guys right now. And it is definitely a gift from God to just share what he's been speaking to me and what he's speaking to this campus. So originally, when I was planning my message, I was like, how am I even going to start this? And I was looking at how all the other speakers were doing it, and I was like, okay, I kind of wanted to come out here and say something funny to get your attention, but um, <laughs> if I'm really honest with myself, I didn't think I could do that. So <laughs> not to start this off on a super serious note, um, but I'm going to start it off on a serious note. Um, <laughs> I, I love you all very much, every single one of you, more than you know, and I really hope I don't cry during this, um, even if I don't really know you, or know your name, or if you don't know me, I see you all every day in the calf, just walking to class, in classes, in your sports, um, and the purpose that I see in all of you, and beauty, is amazing. Um, and I have actually been blessed with the opportunity to see some of your guys' hearts and to see your prayer requests and to be able to pray for each and every one of you. And it breaks my heart to know that some of us are in this place of darkness, in this place of depression or anxiety, feeling stuck, feeling lost, feeling hopeless, broken, ashamed, guilty, but I need all of you to know before I say anything else that I've been there in that place more than I would even like to admit, um, and I don't feel worthy to be speaking to you all right now, but it is by the grace and power of God that I stand before you, free from depression and free from the powers of darkness that enslaved me for so long, and I'm here to tell you this. My words will always fail, but God's word is perfect. He never fails, he never has, and he never will. He did not fail when he called each and every one of you and gave your life this amazing purpose that you all have. So, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for each and every person in this room, Lord. I just want to welcome you here. I want to welcome your Holy Spirit in this room, Lord. Come and have your way. Come and touch the hearts of your people, Lord. I pray for a mighty transformation to happen in this room, Lord God. That we will have ears that hear, Lord, and hearts that are softened um, to what you are speaking to each and every one of us. God, come and have your way. I pray that you will be exalted and glorified in this moment. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay. So out of darkness and into light, I'm going to start by sharing a verse that I love, that has spoken to me um, greatly, and it's 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, 
that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. You guys are called. We are all called to be stepping out of darkness and into light. There's a purpose and a calling on all of our lives. And no matter where we're at, even if we're stuck in darkness, in the deepest parts of darkness, um, God wants to meet you there. He wants to meet you there. You are called, and you were not only called, but you were chosen to proclaim the excellencies of him who called you. Not to stay silent or hide who he is and what he's done, but to proclaim the excellencies of him who called you. Because it is because of him that we can even walk in light. It is because of him, because of what Jesus did on the cross. He bore our sin, our shame, and died the most cruel and awful death. He, was rose, ag he rose again, defeating darkness so that we may walk in light. So that's the first thing I need you guys to know is that you are called. So what is light? 1 John 1, 5 says that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. So to walk in light and live by it is to choose to follow God's will for your life. It is to actively deny your own will, your own way, your own self and fleshly desires, and following in God's will and seeking him is to walk with him. And Ephesians 5, 9 says that the fruit of light is found in all things good and right and true. I just love that. I love that. It is righteousness. It is faithfulness. God wants to give us these things. He doesn't want us to be stuck in darkness. Darkness is the opposite, <laughs> if you could imagine that. Um, it is full of lies and deception unrighteousness, and sinful disobedience. The lies of the enemy lead us to believe that life is about gratifying our own flesh. Um, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to deceive us into a path of sinful disobedience against God and his plan for our lives. The lies of the enemy lead us to believe that life is about gratifying your own flesh. This can be seen in thinking that um, darkness is appealing or good or fun, that everyone will like you, or that it's okay to just even do a little bit. Um, but these things are the ways of this world and not the way of God. And God's way is higher than ours, his thoughts higher than ours. And we may never fully understand why. We may never fully understand it at all. But God doesn't need our understanding. He tells us to lean not on our understanding, but to trust in him. So now I'm going to read a passage from Ephesians. Um, it says, Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. 
for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them, for it is shameful to even speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Light exposes the darkness and points the way out. If you are being a light to those around you, you are going to be pointing other people to Jesus, to the way of God. You are going to be shining kindness and gentleness and peace into the life of others. Resembling Christ. And the only way that we can shine light in the darkness is by not partaking in the darkness. Do not take part in the darkness. So I'm going to tell you guys a story about a man who took part, who acted in darkness. He listened to the lies of the enemy and acted in disobedience so that he may receive something, that he may be glorified. Um, and his wife took part in that darkness. Um, so in Acts 5, 1 through 11, it says, Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. When Anan oh, sorry. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. And great fear seized all who heard what had happened. Then some young men came forward, wrapped up his body, and carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Peter asked her, tell me, is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said, that is the price. Peter said to her, how could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? Listen, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out also. At that moment, she fell down at his feet and died. Then the young men came in, and finding her dead, carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events. In this story, Ananias listened to the lies of the enemy. In doing so, he hid his proceeds and lied to God, giving in to his fleshly desire. He hid back some of what he had instead of giving it all. There are times that we do this with God. We give him some and try to hide the rest. In doing this, we lie to God and are in darkness. And we can't hide things from God. We can't. God knows and God sees. God knows the truth. And he is just. God is just. 
need you guys to understand that. And the people you partner with matter because darkness spreads. So if you're always partnering with people who lead you closer to darkness and further away from God, further away from light, further away from the things that you know is right, that is righteous, that is good, that is true, then maybe you should consider who you're partnering with. Because darkness spreads. If you're in a group, and I think it's easy, especially on like a campus as small as this campus is, word spreads fast. So like if something bad happens, like everybody, everybody knows. Um, Rumors spread, gossip spreads. It's so easy to get entangled with certain friend groups that are leading you into darkness. And Sapphira, in this story, partnered with Ananias. He said that I'm going to take the money for myself. And she was just like, okay. And then when Peter asked her, she was like, that, that we gave all the money. She lied. Because she had partnered with him. It's important to know that we, we are justified in Christ alone. So your past doesn't define you. God does not want you to live in shame and guilt and sorrow. Your possessions and people's opinions do not define you. We are justified in Christ alone. You are who God says you are. So I encourage you guys to not partake in darkness, to take a deep look at yourself, to pray to God and ask him to search your heart, shine his light upon your life, show you the areas in your life that you are hiding, that you are keeping in the dark. Because we can't hide things from God, we can't lie to him. And it is because of Christ that we can step into the light that we are called to and God will give us abundantly more than we could ever think or imagine if we are faithful with where we are at right now with what he has given us because you can't live in both light and darkness at the same time he wants all of you and not just part of you and he, once again, he will meet you right where you're at. He wants to transform you. He wants to transform your every thought and your every desire. While you live by the light, darkness cannot overtake you. Darkness will come. There will be days that are hard. There will be struggles. Darkness will come. The enemy will always try and lie to you, will try to drag you with the others, with the world, with what everybody else is doing. But God calls us out of our comfort zone and into the light. So when darkness comes, if you have been living by the light, if you have been living by Christ and by his way, 
then it will not overtake you. It will not have any hold on you. You will not be dragged down by it. You are not stuck in the darkness that you are in. We are justified in Christ alone. We are to find our identity in him, who we are. We are not what we do. If we get straight A's or um, whatever it may be in your life that you think, oh, well, I'm doing this because I'm doing this because I'm doing this because God just wants you. (laughs) Even if you're not, even if you're in the midst of a dark place, he wants to meet you there. So, I challenge you guys to think on the things that are keeping you from stepping fully into the light. What are those things for each of you? I've got note cards and paper, or paper, notes. They're the same thing. Note cards up here and pens up here. Um, for everyone so please do not be shy to come up here act with boldness and um, come up here and grab a note card Um, so on the note card I want you guys to write the darkness that you've been hiding anything that has brought guilt shame or has kept you back from stepping fully into the light in devotion and surrender to the Lord. What is it that you're hiding from God? What is it that you've been so caught up in that's distracting you and pulling you away from the light? I challenge you guys to step into the light. Let Christ, let Christ work in you. Promise promise you will not regret it. It'll be the best decision you'll ever make in your life. And as the worship team sings and we're in worship, I want you guys to come up and grab these things and to write whatever it is that's holding you back, the darkness down. Once you do that, you guys can do a couple different things. It's really up to you. But with that paper, I want you guys to crumble it up after you've done that. Crumble it up as an act of saying, I'm letting go of these things. I want to be in the light. I want to be walking in the purpose that God has called me to and the plan that he has for my life because it is far greater than mine, even if I don't understand it. So you can crumble the paper up. You can even rip it up and throw it away if you want saying I'm done or you can keep it that crumbled piece of paper as a reminder of the things that you're letting go of the things that you're stepping away from so that you can fully be in the light because you cannot be in both darkness and light at the same time or and this is what I encourage you guys to do is I encourage you to take that paper to the front you can bring it to me or Pastor Zach or anybody here that you trust to pray for you and to walk with you, and that will lead you to the light. And in doing so, show them your paper 
And in doing so, you will bring those things that you've held in the darkness into light. You say, hey, I've been struggling with this, and I would love to pray for you. If you guys want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I would love to pray for you and walk with you and be that person who can lead you into light. So please, don't be shy or afraid to come up and bring it to me or somebody else that you trust. Um, so you can do any of those things, but if you guys could just stand, and then you can slowly make your way up to the front. You guys can spread out as you're writing your stuff, because I know you don't really necessarily want your neighbors staring over at the stuff that you um, been dealing with. And I just ask that as we're doing this, that you guys would just be respectful of those around you, too, because you have no idea what others are going through. You have no idea um, what this means to some people and what it's like. So you guys can go ahead and do that.